Can I tell you something that I always think of when I think of this show, which is that Melinda played this show for a friend of hers when we first started dating. And that friend said, so that Chris guy is really interesting and funny. What does Andrew do? <laughs> oh, oh, if they only knew. I appreciate you noticing the like me on the back end of this, just like absolutely hauling ass on like the technical aspect but like you are my front man (laughs) well the reason see the reason i don't do anything on the back end is because i pump all of my energy into the two episodes that we record and then for the next two weeks i literally hibernate like a bear like my wife has to poke me with a stick and get me to eat and she's like hey hey the baby pooped again hey (laughs) Is that your food? Go make me some money. Is the baby poop your food? Yeah. I mean, it's all breast milk now, so it doesn't matter. It's very nutritious. But she's like, hey, go go make me some money. And then I go out and make money, and then I come back, and I go back to sleep again. And then I'm like, it's podcast day, and birds fly? It's crazy. Like, little birds just go flying this way or that way. Yeah. I set up a tripod for you this time. Do you see this? Oh, I see. I guess I'm very. This is so professional looking. And it's I a, love there's this. A, there's a ring light. It's incredible. I, it makes me. I feel like I need to turn the brightness on mine up because you look so good. Do you want me to turn mine down? No. What if we just spent 30 minutes, you and I just adjusting the temperature on our ring lights? <laughs> and we just try like, nope, too far. And we just we just keep crossing. Like that I'm too low and you're too high and we're just crossing back and forth. I'm going to try to build a computer. And uh, there's this new thing called um, open wall mounted computers, Mm -hmm. which essentially is a desktop computer that doesn't have like the case, like the tower, you know, the big part. Right. It's just the pieces on the wall. Oh. And that's what I'm going to try to do. That sounds both horrible and incredibly sexy looking at the same time. It is. It sounds like the Matrix flip phone of computers where you're like, <laughs> it looks really good, but I've never seen one and I don't think they actually exist. And if they did, they'd probably be shit. Yeah. Well, no, that, it's so good, too, man, because like you just pick the pieces you want and right. then you just screw it into the wall and then it just sits on your wall. In my mind. In your, in my mind, you just are hammering nails into motherboards. <laughs> oh. Well, there goes eight hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. What do you think you are, Henry Cavill? Come on. What a sweet reference from six months ago. Right. What? Here's the one nice thing about COVID is that references have no shelf life. They can. It could be two weeks old. It could be two hours old. It could be two months old. As long as it's within quarantine time. Yeah. It's all good. I could make a Tiger King joke and it would be fresh as a loaf of bread. A friend of mine shared a picture from like his Facebook memories or whatever. And yeah. uh, I was like, oh, I remember when he shared this the first time. It was like four years ago or something. And then I looked at the date and it was March of last year. Yeah, it's a thousand years old if it's a day. <laughs> Doesn't even matter. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, I'll have you know, you made me go on Facebook for the first time in like months because I texted you on Friday and then Saturday and then Monday and didn't hear back from you. And I thought you were dead. And so I had to go on Facebook I don't because in my mind, if you die, someone's going to put it on your Facebook account immediately like that'll be the first thing that happens i was like i need to go on facebook and make sure andrew dunn isn't dead and then i immediately got off the first wow whoa tmi the first thing that would happen is if you would look in the comments of my last status there would just be 10 people saying thoughts and prayers just the phrase thoughts and prayers yeah if i was dead. not even actual thoughts and prayers it's just 20 thoughts and prayers 20 lines of thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers Thoughts and prayers, thumbs up emoji, thoughts and prayers, <laughs> laughy face, thoughts and prayers, pile of poop. Yeah, poop emoji. That's what I was going to say. Poop emojis. How many poop emojis do you think you'll get when you die? Well, I hear that uh, once you die, th- it, you, you lose control of that and it all just comes out. So, Or shame. We've taken this show to a new low. 
You have so much energy tonight. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I think it's the ring light. <laughs> it's probably that. I'm very proud of this setup. I'm very proud. I got it set up with no problems whatsoever. It looks really good. Doesn't it? Yes. I'm so proud of myself. I've done this a thousand times. I don't know why I'm so <laughs> proud of myself. It's literally just turning on a switch. But everything like worked like gangbusters. There was no point where I like plug something in and like it didn't work uh which means that halfway through this it's all gonna go to shit yeah but for right now Everybody, welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic, geek, and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and embrace that new nickname. My name is Chris Trimble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Man Bun Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I don't even have a man bun right now. Doesn't matter. It's sticking. You thought I'd forget about that, didn't you? I hoped. Nah, it's never going away. It's going to get better every single time. Like herpes. I'm going to say it so much that you're going to feel the need to have a man bun just to fit the the nickname. Don't ignore me. (laughs) I will be heard. Uh, Look. Hey, look. uh, Wait. I don't know if you can see this, but you're... Wait, hold on. Your friend's back. Hold on. Your your friend is back. See that? Can you see that down there? Chris, please don't make this joke again. The last episode was so confusing. You know what, though? Guess what? What? He's got a friend. Jesus Christ. Huh? I can't see. You didn't think there were two of them. Who is it? Is it Iron Man? Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, here's the thing. Huh? Um, huh? Please never do this again. <laughs> huh? Oh, I got tons of these things. Why? I don't have tons of these things. I just have these two. Why do you have two of them? Uh, I think they were stocking stuffer. Huh. You know, why not? Huh? And now I can do this. I think I am going to put my hair in a bun. It's warm in here. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to sweat really badly if you keep that line mane flowing. How long is it now? Have you measured it? About six and a half inch. Oh, my hair. Uh, you know what I think? Because we're always like, we get on the mics and we're like, we got to do this real quick because I got a blah, blah, blah or whatever. Or we don't want to go forever. But I really feel like. If we don't want to make the episodes as long, we should just try really hard not to make any penis jokes and our episodes would be half the length. Much like our penises. Yes, I know. I was right there. I just didn't even mean to do it. (laughs) But now I just did it. Our last few episodes have been not too long. We've been doing all right. Yeah, we've been doing it. We've we've actually been making episodes that you can listen to all in the time it takes that people have the time to listen to yeah all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich maybe i should change should i change it to eat a bad sandwich does it take longer to eat a good sandwich or a bad sandwich a bad sandwich certainly bad sandwich right yeah yeah there are gonna be people out there who are gonna be like no it's a good sandwich because then you savor every bite and i'm like fuck you you skinny vegan shut the fuck up you inhale a good sandwich you stuff it into your face in as few bites as possible if there's room left in in the mouth chasm, then you shove more food in there until it's full, and then you start chewing. What was that you said about penis jokes? Are we doing them or not? Uh, I'm fine with them still. Um, so you want to do some news? Should we get yeah, into some news? Let's do some news. Let's do some news. You got some news? I got some news. I got some news too. I gotta say, I thought I didn't have a lot, but now that I'm looking at, it, I got a good. And I'm like all over the board this time. So I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC. As always, Andrew, the choice is yours. What would you like to start with? Captain America. Too bad. I want to talk about Movie Pass. Oh. Andrew, Movie Pass. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We should brace ourselves. But Movie Pass might be back. No, it won't. So here's the thing. We talked about it. Was it last episode we talked yeah, about Movie Pass so. or two episodes ago? But we talked about Movie Pass recently. Uh, yeah, because we talked about the documentary that's coming up. So here's the thing. Recently, a new website with the Movie Pass name has come online. And as of this recording, it has a it has a countdown timer and a very cryptic message. That just says, the movie is about to start. Now, 
the the website is not moviepass.com. If you go to moviepass.com, it's the same message that has been up there since I think it's 2019, since they basically shut down, right? If you go to moviepass.ventures, however, you'll find the message and the countdown clock. I'm going to go on it right now. Oh, I thought when you said not moviepass.com, I thought that was the URL. Oh, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> if you go to moviepass.com, it's not there. If you go to not moviepass.com, it's moviepass. No, moviepass.ventures. Okay, I'll, I'm going to show it to you. I know that that those listening can't see it. But if you go to moviepass.ventures while we're talking, go right now. So this is what it looks like. Can you see that? I know it's a little far away. I can move it closer. Hold on. Hold on. This is going to make great podcasting. I mean, it just looks like text on and a it red says It's really screen. hard to see. I don't even think you can see it. But the little clock right now says three days and 14 hours. Okay. That's all it says. Yeah. The movie is about to start three days and 14 hours. So by the time this episode comes out. Wait, hold on. Now I'm, I got to do math. Today's. It will have been over. It will have been over. It will have, I believe, ended yesterday. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, <laughs> as I'm talking to the guy who's editing these things. but It's like two days before. Okay. Okay. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, well, it's three days and 14 hours. So I think that would, would that take us over into the Monday? I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. Well, listen, th- th- a day or two. Anyway, the point is, by the time you're listening to this, the countdown is over. So go on moviepass.ventures right now. And I feel like I got to follow up on this. I feel like I'm going to have to go back on and just do a story on what the, the website was. But what do you think this is This is going to be? I think there's going to be a trailer for the series they're making. Oh, fucking fuckity fuck. You're right. <laughs> This is not going to be that exciting, is it? No. I just built this up into nothing. <laughs> Wait, does that not already have a... No, it just had an announcement. It, did, yeah. it wasn't a trailer. Who's... Did it say... Do you remember who's making the movie? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. But I'm saying that was there a production company. Is Ventures a production company that's making this? I don't know. Is it a series? Remind me again. Just do the same story you did last time. <laughs> is it a series or is it a movie? I think it's a series. You're right. Maybe it is. Maybe it's an announcement website for the series or for the trailer. Interesting. Oh, huh? that's that's all. That's our common go to. Just oh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm just a podcaster. We should just record that. Just here. Uh, you can clip this out and then we'll just put it in every episode at the end of like everything. Oh, <laughs> okay, do you want a second take? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Ready? Oh, how was that? Uh, fine. Can I get a third one? Yeah, sure. Oh, that was uh, if you were an alien. <laughs> do you want to give one a try? Get You give one a try. OK, here I go. All right, here we go. I'm not doing this. Okay. Can I get a can I get a second take, please? <clears throat> no. Interesting. Okay. I know this is a bit of a tangent, but there's nothing I like more than Arrested Development where David Cross does the fire sale bit <laughs> and he is like screaming there's a fire because he didn't realize it's about a fire sale. Right. And then they're like, huh, would you like to maybe try that again? And he looks around and goes, No. It's like my favorite. I think about doing that in an audition all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I would love to do that if they ever actually asked me to do a second time. <laughs> well, like there there was one that I was in where they were like, actually, we would like to see you read for a different character. And they were like, Could, would you mind reading like the this this other um, these other sides for this other character? And it took every part of me not to be like. No. You didn't hear my story, did you? I did. I actually was listening. I, I wanted to know. I know it took everything in your power not to do it, but you didn't actually do it, did you? I did the lines. I did the sides. And I got the role. Like a little bitch. <laughs> All right. What do you got, sir? Oh, that was so quick. <laughs> I guess since we figured out what it was pretty early. Yeah. I mean, we definitively 
figured out the mystery. So you're welcome, Internet. Zack Snyder has said that there are 10 different versions of the Snyder Cut, and one of them is even longer than the four-hour one they released this weekend. Upon hearing this, Dick Cheney immediately called Snyder to ask for more tips on torturing a suspect. (laughs) I'm so so proud of you when you pre-write the jokes. (laughs) I try really Really hard, man. I'm not. I'm not good. Thank you. Your joke writing has improved remarkably over the past few years. I still remember the very first one I did for this show, and you were so proud of yourself, and it was so bad. I know. I don't even remember what it was. John Boyega's suit for Pacific Ring Two has been released, like a picture of him in the suit, and he needs to change his name to John Boy. He looks stupid in that suit or something. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it's I. It's weird that you had that one framed. Are you excited for the release the other nine Snyder Cuts movement to start on the Internet? It actually makes me feel better because I was really worried now that the Snyder Cut is released, what is going to fill that void in the Internet and all of those hashtags? Because without it, the Internet has been nothing but release the Snyder Cut and then. I don't know, BuzzFeed, but so. (laughs) I, I, you know, now that the Snyder Cut is actually released, what are all these people going to do with their time? So it's good that he's given them a hobby. You know, he's good, you know, because idle hands, you know <laughs> what I mean? So I, I think this is good. I think this is almost like this is Zack Snyder doing some sort of like public service because otherwise these people would just be would just be really. It's kind of like, you know, when, you know, two awful people and they start dating each other. And you're like, well, that's good, because otherwise they would date two good people and ruin those people's lives. But if they're awful to each other, then it goes inward. And this is what this is. If Zack Snyder keeps this up, then all those release the Snyder Cup assholes just end up like perpetuating just this whole Snyder Cup thing. And they don't go off into their separate and make just make havoc on 20 different causes and fill the internet with 8,000 stupid hashtags about release that and what about this and hashtag cancel this or whatever the fuck. So really, we should all be thanking Zack Snyder for doing his part for humanity. Um, uh, no, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> no, I, look, man, I don't get it. Like, he's like, no, no, I, I you know. All right. I was just talking about this with Melinda about how, like, it's so easy to use hindsight to say, well, here's what I would have done. Right. All the reviews came out. It's been like two years since that movie came out. Let's say it's been two years or it's been thousand years. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It wasn't in quarantine. Nobody fucking knows when it came out. The other thing, too, I don't know if you have this one. I I wasn't going to use this one, but he also said that, like. Well, if I got to do all my sequels to Justice League, the new gods would have appeared in the third movie. And it's like, what are you doing, man? You know, like it's so like sour grapes ish, you know? Well, to me, here's the thing. And I think that I don't know if he's purposely doing this just to start. I don't know, just to make noise because he thinks it's funny or because he knows that people just get stirred up about the stuff and he just likes to see what happens. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is like when a director says, oh, yeah, there's like five or six or nine different versions of this movie that I could have done. One of them was like eight hours long or whatever. That's that's like every movie, like every director always has, you know, an unreleased director's cut. That's really how movies are made is the director makes their cut of the movie and then they show it to the people who, you know, paid for it like a product like any other product and then they go this is not what we want to pay for and so now you have to make these changes and it's a back and forth and then the movie that you get out in theaters is a combination of those two and sometimes it's vastly different that's when you get somebody like josh trank going crazy on the internet and sometimes it's like directors who go yeah that's the process and and it is what it is this was a little different because obviously He apparently had some sort of trouble with Warner Brothers, but at the same time suffered a horrible tragedy and had to step away. And then someone else took over. And this went way different from what he ever wanted. And he had no really no control over it. But when he says, like, I would have five, six, seven different versions of this movie and people are going, oh, release all the Snyder cuts. Warner Brothers are suppressing all the Snyder cuts. No, they're not. 
He would have had five different. He can. That's what a director does. It's their job to shoot enough to cut things together in a certain way. And then in the editing room, make a movie out of it. Now, like I said, to go back to my original point is the only thing that I don't understand is, is he saying this because he obviously knows how movies are made? He's making them. So is he saying this to just get a rise out of people to to get interest going? I don't even think he's doing it to get interest going in sequels. I don't think he's getting interest going for releasing other versions of the Snyder Cut. I think he's literally this is like a promotional tool for him. I think he's literally doing this. As you know, since it's the weekend of the Snyder Cut being released, this is his version of like the last big marketing blitz of people like of keeping it in their consciousness, of keeping them keeping it in the forefront of their social media feeds and and, you know, on the tip of their tongues and discussions and things like that. I don't think this is anything more than that. Whenever he's been releasing things about the Snyder Cut, I honestly think he's just like, I have a platform I can go on social media and say something and release a little tidbit and the internet goes crazy and that cost me zero dollars in marketing and everybody's talking about it and that so my product is in the forefront of what people are talking about i think that's all he's doing but people think that it's some higher conspiracy because people are fucking insane so i noticed you're talking about like marketing this movie do you think that it's more for the movie or do you think it's like job security for him so that later down the road he can be like Look at all these fucking fans I have. Everybody loves my work. You guys should give me this movie to do. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think he understands, you know, look, when you watch his movies, whether you whether you love his movies or hate his movies, um, he kind of I mean, in a lot of ways, he reminds me of like a, a Michael Bay, whether you like his movies or hate his movies. The one thing that both of them are really good at doing is spectacle. They're very visually talented. Um, I, you know, again, even the Justice League that we got still has his visual stamp all over it because of the designs and things like that. And he's very good at that. That's that's where he lives. He's very good at spectacle. What he does on social media like this, it's spectacle. It's creating a rise out of people instead of just putting a trailer out, you know, on YouTube or um, bill, billboards or bus ads or things like that. He can do this. And again, he's very good at spectacle and he knows that this causes a spectacle and he can look at it. He can he can use this as sort of a job security in going, listen, I have this many followers. And whenever I do this. The word about the movie gets out, it costs you, the production company, zero dollars in marketing for me to do this. You know what I mean? That's free advertising. It's word of mouth on a global scale. So with with me comes this. This is what you get when you have me as the director. You get this kind of a spectacle of a movie and you get this passionate fan base that I can rile up at a moment's notice. And the movie is going to be at the forefront of social media and everybody's talking about it. That's what I think he. That's what I think he has going for him. You, uh, you reminded me of something when you said we're talking about like the different versions that he has as a director. How everyone has that. I was like, yeah, you know, in fifth grade English, we called those drafts. Right. That's what. That's what they are. There. Uh, everybody takes a pass at a movie. Yeah, you could do a thousand of them. It doesn't. You know, there's a there's an old movie. Uh, this seems so random to bring up right now, but I just remember this. Um, there's there's a movie called Dave by Ivan Reitman uh, with um, Kevin Klein and Sigourney Weaver. And it's a romantic comedy. Right. And and the thing is to watch it, it's pre- it's a pretty low key comedy, you know, romantic comedy jokes, that type of thing. But Ivan Reitman came out and he was like, the thing about Dave was that we did so many different takes. And every time we did these jokes, we heightened it a little bit more every take a little bit more every take every every take and kevin klein who comes from theater and farce can go really big i mean he was in a fish called one and things like that he can go really big and really physical he goes by the end i had two movies that i could release i could cut a normal very uh kind of a lower key more intellectual comedy which is what got released or I could have gone like a big farcical, almost slapsticky type of thing. I had the two, like I could cut them 
each on their own and have two different movies. But that's what directors do. They do take after take after take and they say, try it this way and do this way. Let's try it from this angle. Let's change this line. And then you go, you just get all these parts and you put them together in the editing room and you create four different movies, you know, with different storylines or different angles. And then you have four different movies and you can release any one of them. So yeah, he had a five hour one because the four hour one isn't him just taking all of the stuff that he shot that never got in and then just dumping it into the movie. He had to have more than what he has on screen. He has to have more than just the four hours for him to have something to work with, to edit around. Otherwise it looks like crap, you know? So yeah, there's a five hour cut of this movie. The longer it gets, the more air is in it, which is you know, what you don't want in a movie. But sure, if he wanted to release a five hour movie, he probably could. But the other thing is he's like, you know, he could do a four hour. He did a four hour version of this movie. He could release a second four hour movie that is to the second, the same length of time, but completely different because he uses all different takes. And it just the the scene has a different energy. To, each scene has a different energy to it because the different takes are different energies and the actors do different things. He could do that as well. Yeah, there's 20,000 versions of this thing. Stop. Just watch this version. Be done with it. You know, I for me, the last trailer I saw, it actually looked really good. I'm really interested in it. Obviously, I haven't watched it yet because it's four hours long, but I, I'm excited to actually see it. I'm actually really interested to see it. But after this... I should watch it on Quibi. Why not? But at this point, like I'm going to watch it and then I'm going to go. That was cool. That was a fun experience. And then I'm going to move on with my life because at the end of the day, it's a fucking movie. So who gives a shit? I give a shit, Chris. I know you do. I know. Warner Brothers. I don't know why I'm going with this one, but I'm going to go with this one. All right. Uh, Warner Brothers announced that they are actually developing a new film for our man. Our Man is a, well, uh, it's going to be written by Gavin James and Neil Widener, who are also penning a sequel to San Andreas, the movie that starred The Rock. Oh, excuse, excuse me, he's a professional. Who starred Dwayne Johnson, uh, the big, uh, what do you call it, disaster movie from a few years back. They're going to be doing a sequel to that, and then they're going to be doing Our Man. So, Our Man for the for those of you who don't know, and I'm going to assume that also includes you, Andrew, was a character from DC Comics, actually in the 1940s, and what his name was Rex Tyler, and what his power was, he had developed a formula where if he drank it, it gave him super strength and super abilities, but and super endurance, but only for one hour. Now, upon saying that, I will allot you three and only three penis jokes. Would you like to use them all right now? I don't think I could use three penises at once. Okay. So, yeah. So, these guys are writing both a a movie about a horrible, huge disaster. And they're also writing another movie for Dwayne Johnson. So, what do you think? Yeah. I I think this is... uh, I'm going to toss it to you in a second, but... This is them kind of upping their game as far as getting off of their core characters and moving on to some side characters. Do you think that's kind of the right move for DC? I saw this as well. Like, I almost picked this up. I don't know the character at all. But, like, what the reason I didn't end up going with it is because the article I found didn't say anything about it being, like, part of the DCEU or, like, right. if it's a cartoon movie. Like, you know... Who's right. doing this film and what is it? Do, are we going to give a shit about this? Or is it going to be like something that goes straight to Cartoon Network or something? You know, Right. Cartoon Network. I, um, to answer your question, yeah. I, like if, if this ends up being like a Man of Steel or a Batman versus Superman or a Joker, then yeah, good on them. Like I want I, I right. them to do that. I, I think it would be nice if we could do good versions of the A-listers first first yeah um but and then move on to the, the B like once we start to be like okay yeah 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 superman yeah these movies are still good but like right i'm getting bored over here because that's what happened with marvel right we're like yeah we like these characters but like who gives a shit you know right but if you think about it people kind of forget this uh, even though they're 
they were the heroes with the longest track record at the time of them doing an Iron Man movie. The general public didn't really know Iron Man. I mean, they possibly seen an image of him or heard the title, but they didn't know like you like you couldn't name Tony Stark the way you could name Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? It wasn't as household. I would say probably only like the Hulk and Spider-Man probably yes. of the MCU's right. collection so far. Or right. Probably like the only ones that they had. That but the reasons they went with, you know, people forget the reasons they went with the original four that they did is because they were the leftover characters of the characters they had sold off already to other studios to make movies from because these, those studios didn't want these characters. They were all the ones who were kind of shuffled off and now look where it is. You know, what are we up to 12 years later? So that's the thing is that maybe this was the key. Cause you're, I understand what you're saying. Like let's get a good Superman movie going first. Let's get a good Batman movie going first. But at the same time we keep going like, they keep trying this over and over and they keep fucking it up. Maybe this is what they should do is stop trying to do a good Superman movie or Batman movie. Let that those properties cool off a little bit and bring in, you know, like the B-listers. This, I mean, this guy's more like even a C-lister, but bring in some of those lesser known characters up and establish a brand before you're establishing a character or a franchise and then because then when you announce a new Superman movie, it has a scope to it. You know, it has, you know, you do our man, you do. I don't even know. Oh, they announced they're doing Blue Beetle as well. Um, they're going to do New Gods. They're going to do um, there's another character called Naomi, which just premiered uh, last. I think it was last year uh, that was written by um, Brian Michael Bendis. But these are really lesser known characters, but the the version of Blue Beetle they're going with is Jamie Reyes. He's a he's a Hispanic character. Naomi is a is a young black girl. Um, so they're cultivating. First of all, Warner Brothers is, as we kind of talked about last episode as well, really stepping up their diversity um, and trying to make a big push on that and bring these other characters up. And I think that's a good idea. Maybe cultivate these smaller characters and then give the viewers a frame to work within when you announce a Batman movie, a Superman movie, you know, but like kind of like the MCU, you know, we know what the tone of these movies are. We know what the universe of these movies are. So now you get excited, like, Oh, I want to see how a Superman fits into this universe, not trying to frame a whole universe around this thing that could, you know, that has failed 20 different ways to Sunday at this point. Zack Snyder told the New York times that justice league, will be his last DCEU film, presumably so he can begin his new job as a torture consultant in Guantanamo Bay. I, you know what? I got to applaud you on that one because you took essentially the same joke and in, and in the same episode, in the same episode, repackaged it as if it was new and served it to us on a silver plateau but don't worry about Zack Snyder. He's leaving the DCEU to finally make an actual film that's actually called Horse Latitudes. Not a joke. Horse, uh, so wait, maybe maybe your mic cut out. I want to make sure I heard it right. Horse Platitudes with a P or Latitudes, like on, on a map? With an L, like on a map. Horse, like, like, giddy up, giddy up. I want you to pretend that you're the most noble horse you've ever seen. And take a picture of it. Uh huh. Latitude, as in, I'm gonna meet you at the equator at this longitude and this latitude. Yes. Horse latitude. The website that I found that on described it as a uh, bunch of bullshit. Oh no! This is this is Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder described it as a. Bunch of bullshit. Oh, so Zach Zach Snyder is describing it as a super micro budget movie. So it's costing fifty million dollars. Exactly. I can't even imagine what a micro budget is. I don't know. I mean, listen. I can he do a micro budget? Sure, I'm sure he can. I'm sure, he's got it in him. I think at this point with Zack Snyder, it's a going against. 
his own temptation when it comes to things like this. Like, if you're going to give yourself a micro budget, you need to make a certain kind of film. Can you do that? Can you, can you, when you've had the keys to the kingdom and you're Zack Snyder and you've got a micro budget film and you need more money, do you resist trying to get it? Do you know what I mean? Or do you just go, we need an extra like five million to do this? Let's go to the studio and see if they'll give us an extra five million to do this. And it just kind of balloons from there. Or do you just go, nope, we don't have the five million. Let's keep it to the micro because I want to make a certain kind of film. But that's my only thing is like, can he resist his own temptation to, to make a small film? And I don't know that he can. I think at this point, his style and what he knows people expect of him as his style can't be done in a small film. But he's also making Day of the Dead, a sequel to Dawn of the Dead. So I don't know. Maybe, I mean, that could bring it back to, like, his bases. Can I just briefly commend you for being able to say micro-budget so many times without accidentally saying micro-penis? Wait, did I say micro-budget every single time? I, honest to God, thought I fucked it up and just kept on rolling. I was just like, well, I was like, fuck it. We'll just fix it in post. Or or Andrew will make a super cut of all my fuck-ups and then put it on the internet. Something's weird with me today, right? It's a little weird. So I Like every 10th episode this happens, right? Where I'm, I'm on uppers and not downers or something. All right, anyway. Oh, I got one last one, and I found this one specifically for you. Okay? Andrew, Hollywood is racist. But that has nothing to do with this. Square Enix unveils new Life is Strange game to be released. I I, I saw it and I was like, uh, uh, there's nothing really. Ver- I mean, there's a little plot line announced and I can talk about it. But um, there's a trailer. I haven't watched the trailer yet. I was going to watch it. But then I was like. Ah, do I watch it before the Snyder Cut? Do I? Um, Do I tell the uh, plot detail? Nah, I don't. Okay, so um, we've talked about Life is Strange a couple of times on this show because I know it's a big favorite of yours. I started it. I really like it. I just haven't like gotten through it because who has the fucking time anymore? Am I right, people? Um... I have an Xbox. It's also, there is a, um, there is a mobile version as well that I would assume. I mean, just looking at it, it looks about the same graphics wise. I would assume it's pretty close to the actual game. So I may end up getting that because it's a lot easier to do, but, but yeah, I have an Xbox and I, I've been playing the, I've played the first chapter every once in a while and I like it. I just need to like sit down and actually do it because it is one of those that is it's not a shoot 'em up. Obviously it's like, it's like a movie, like you're doing a movie, basically. So it's a little slower pace, but it's great. It's fantastic. Are you, I don't know where you were with the franchise. I know you loved the first game. Did you play the second game? Uh, no, there, there's a bunch of side games. Yes. But there's Life is Strange 2 is like Beyond the Storm, or is that one of the side games? Uh, I, I kind of fell off. The, I, all right, not to spoil anything for you, but the uh, okay. I liked everything but but the end. The, it felt a little bit like like you know the Scott Pilgrim movie, which we yeah. both love. But every time I'm like, the end is just meh. Nah. Nah. Uh, it's yeah. a little bit like that for me. So like, okay. I never really had the desire to like like there was nothing at the end that made me like, oh man, I wish there was more of this, you know? Right. So I right. just like never got into any of the other ones. And also like, yeah. there was never really any hype for any of them. Like no one was like, oh, if you guys like the first one, you've got to play this one. It's insane. It was like, the response was mostly like, yeah, you know, the same game, but different. Stuff. But different character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then seeing the trailer for this third one, are we back in the saddle or are we like, yeah, it looks okay. I don't think I'm going to get it unless like the, the hype is enormous. Right. Um, it's uh, it's about a girl. So like the first one for anyone who doesn't know, it's about this girl who like discovers that she has the ability to like go back in time, like 10 seconds at a time or something. Um, and so she basically is controlling 
the way her, her story plays out in the school uh, while they're trying to like search for her like lost friend and like a bunch of other stuff. And there's this like horrible storm that's coming that it looks like it's going to like totally destroy the town. Um, and so she's trying to figure out. You know, no, as well. it's, a, it's a really interesting story. Um, this one, uh, the girl's superpower is that she's an empath. Right. She, yeah, I saw that, that she can see emotion or something. I imagine that this game will be very interesting for sociopaths. Like, I, I'm like, I imagine all games are interesting for a sociopath. Okay. It's like, oh, this girl is standing in a corner by herself and like staring at the ground. And then she uses her power and she's like, that girl is sad. You know what I mean? And like, you can tell in the game by like the characters have like different color auras that are like, like blue is sad and like orange is sad. It's basically That's um, the whole inside game. out. It's, just, it's the plot to inside out. It's just, it's the emo girl standing in a corner and you just pick out like, that boy is happy. That girl yeah. is sad. Well, that's the thing. I don't really, I mean, if they, there may be an interesting way that I'm just not seeing that this could like really be an interesting way to tie into a story. Right. But it's basically just like, like the only way I could see it being interesting is like, because uh, it's about a murder, like someone or or someone. Oh, just mis- throw that casually in there. Oh yeah, and there's a dead guy. Yeah, well, it's like one of her friends has died and the town mostly, it looks like it might be sort of a like hot fuzz style thing, but not funny, like a drama. Or like oh, the, town, the town yeah. is all very like, no, this, kid, this kid's death was an accident. You don't know. You better stay out of this. And then it's up to our main character and like her two friends who are like, I don't think it was an accident. I think somebody yeah. did our friend in. And she uses. He's like, they said you better not look into it, but they're very sad when they say. Yeah, she uses the um, mystical, fantastical powers of empathy to uh, be able to tell when people are upset. (laughs) I just feel like I feel like it's made for people who are like on the spectrum, who are like who don't know how, like who have difficulties determining what people are feeling by. Look, we we both went through like very aggressive theatrical training and i think right. that that like helps us be able to sort of like empathize and understand what people are feeling and my therapist would disagree with you yeah i was gonna say your wife probably would too but uh, yeah. uh, and my fiance would as well but i do feel like we can get a pretty good sense of it um for the most part so maybe most people don't have that and so they might be interested in that. But for the most part, I just feel like... You know what? Write in. I'm curious to find out. Write in. If you're a person and you can tell a person's emotions by interacting with them, uh, let us know. I want to know if you're able to do that or not. Do you have the simple ability of telling if someone's angry with you by talking to them? Or do you need a special superpower? Let us know. Write us in. Tweet us back. In fact, don't even tweet the show. Just email Andrew and tweet at Andrew Dunn and just fill his inbox with all sorts of weird shit. Where did you go? What's happening right now? I stopped recording. Fuck. Which is not good. I'll just use whatever, like I'll sneak in the audio from the Zoom video, I guess, for that part. But that's annoying. Fifty-eight twenty-seven seconds. Fifty-eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. So Thirteen minutes. Okay. I'm. I feel like a good portion of that I was jabbing away. So. There's basically all of our life is strange stuff. I'm trying to make sure it's not going to do it. Usually, if it gets past twelve seconds, then I'm good. But for some reason, this got to forty-five minutes and was like, "Fuck you." They were, I'm fucking done. <laughs> they were like. <laughs> I was like, Life is Strange has a sequel. And it was like, fuck this. <laughs> they were like, I've never been able to tell what people are feeling. I'm a robot. Apparently, your recording equipment has editing control, has like last cut on this. It was just like, oh, no, I, I don't like this story. It's not going in the show. <laughs> well, there's something else I was going to say about Life is Strange, but I don't remember what. I, I Look, I... I'll give it a shot, I guess. I'm not going to buy it unless the reviews are really good, but right. I'll keep an open mind. Yeah. But it's just so hard for me to be like, oh, like I'm I'm a sca- like why would I play here are my options on my PS4. I can play as Spider-Man swinging on webs right. through the city of New York. 
up to the top of the Empire State Building. I'm fighting Doc Ock. I'm fighting thugs. I'm like bouncing around. I got Spidey sense. Or I play a girl who has like some empathy. <laughs> right. But when you're swinging around the Empire State Building and punching Doc Ock, can you tell if Doc Ock gets sad? Yes, because I'm a human being. Fair point. Because he makes a face that looks mildly upset. Mm, That's true. So uh, do you have any more or do you want to, what do you want to do? I got one more. Let's do it. Uh, It should be fairly quick. I'm very sad. I looked for more Zack Snyder news, but I couldn't find anything to work into his new job in Guantanamo Bay. Wait, have all of yours, have yours all been Zack Snyder news and I just haven't noticed that? I mean, I've only done two, but yes, all two of them. (laughs) I like when you subversively like incorporate a theme or something into the show just to see if you can fuck with me. I know, I tried to. I really wanted to. I almost wasn't going to do this third one because it didn't fit in with my theme, but we'll do it because we're we're not quite at an hour yet. This is going to be a Zack Snyder story. It, it's going to be a backdoor Zack Snyder story. I can Chris Hollywood is racist! <laughs> Sorry. Kevin Feige recently debunked the rumor that Chris Evans would be returning as Captain America, and I, for one, cannot wait to see him pick up that shield again. I'm so glad that this means he'll be returning. Yeah, absolutely. I can guarantee you this is what the Internet's going to interpret this as. This is what uh, Feige told Entertainment Weekly. I rarely answer no to anything anymore because things are always surprising me with what happens. But that rumor, I think, was dispelled rather quickly by the man himself. So that's, for one, not a no. <laughs> well, but Chris Evans also was like, because somebody said, you're returning. I heard you're returning as Captain America. And he literally tweeted out news to me. Yeah, but that's also not a no. It isn't. A no, but this is. The, but see, this is the thing. This is the thing that people are going to do. And they're going to be like, well, he didn't actually say no. So he's totally showing up at the end of. Falcon and Winter Soldier. No, I don't think he is. I think he's really dead. Now, here's the other half of this is 10 years down the line, he's going to show up again as Captain America and people are going to be like, see, this is what they were talking about. They knew it all along. And I'm like, no, they didn't. He's done. He's sick of eating boiled chicken every two hours for six months of staying shape like that. He's sick of having to deal with all this bullshit of like getting into the costume and everything. It sucks. It really hurts. And he wants to go on and do anything else. But he can't say a flat out no because he's just trying to not say flat out. No. He just is saying a different phrase. He's saying no a different way. And all of a sudden everyone's like, well, he didn't say the phrase. No. So it must mean that it's going to show up in every episode of the Falcon and winter soldier. He's going to narrate the fucking thing for fuck's sake. He's not doing it. It's not happening. Get over it. It's fine. It's going to be okay. We're going to have a different captain America who I don't know. They're doing a series about it. Calm yourself down. But he's not coming back. It's not happening until 10 years from now when he is coming back. And then everyone's going to think that they called it, but they didn't call it because it's a decade down the fucking line. Been a while since I've done one of those. It felt good. <laughs> Listen, we've watched Vision die three times now. I think there's a very good chance that they're going to bring back Captain America at some point. I think that I think at some point, yes, he does come back. Do I think he comes back like I'm pretty sure he's in he's probably in Black Widow because the the movie, not the character. We don't um, know what the movie is yet, so who knows? I know. But Iron Man, Tony Robert Downey Jr. is in Black Widow. Right. And yes, and see this is the thing. People are like, "Oh, he is back. See, he's going to make an appearance in Black Widow." Well, no, he's appearing as a cameo. In 10 years down the line, I think they'll probably he'll probably expand that to like being in an Avengers movie. It won't be a Captain America movie. He will share the screen and the credits with a lot of other people. So he doesn't have to be there all the time. It doesn't mean he's going to launch another set of Captain America movies. But so no. Do I think he's completely done like to the day he dies? No. Do I think that means he's going to totally show up in like a week as Captain America? No, I don't. He's not showing up. Stop it thinking that he is. I'm talking specifically to you, Andrew. I'm going to keep thinking that. Okay. Well. Fucking try and stop me, motherfucker. Bring it there. Come on. Bring it I'm on. coming over there. Bring I'm it on. Come on. Yeah, what is it? It's only like a, like, it's only like a, <laughs> it's only like an hour long train ride. <laughs> this is great. So here's the, um. Is a thing you moved. Yes. So could you, I'm going to, 
Actually, I'm going to call an Uber. Could you give me the address to your house so I could get there? Yes, it's uh, 1060 West Addison. Just hold on one second. And that's, that's, uh, uh, that's Addison with an A? Yeah, A-D-D-I-S-O-N. In Chicago, Illinois. Illinois. And what's the, what's the zip code? Uh, I just moved there, so it's hard for me to remember. Let me see. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, no, it. take your time. Zip That's code fine. Take is your time. Um, take your time. 60613. 606. The car should be here in about two minutes. And then it says, uh, it says the Uber is going to get there in about, um, about 14 hours. So could yeah. you just, uh, I guess just, just leave the door unlocked in case you guys are sleeping. Okay. No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. So what movie do you think Chris Evans is coming back for? I'm going to say the Avengers. Okay. The next, whatever the next like infinity war end game Avengers is whatever it builds up to like the big thing. Oh, what like the Avengers eight or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's the one I think he'll come back for in like 20 years. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. In like 10, 15 years, he'll come back and he'll share when he actually looks like old man, Steve Rogers. Right. But uh, yeah. Although that guy seems to be like one of those guys that I feel like isn't gonna age a lot. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those guys that's going to look kind of young forever. So I Chris feel Evans? like it's not going to make a difference. Maybe man. I think he's probably going to put on a lot of weight eventually. Like I think once he hits like 50 or 60, he's probably going to be a pretty portly guy because like all that muscle doesn't just go away. You no, know? it doesn't. But here's what I think. I think he's going to be really lean. I think he's just going to turn into like one of those really lean guys. Oh, really? Yeah, like Svelte. I think that's what he's... Because if you ever see, like, Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans even, not as Captain America Thor when they're not, like, just spending eight hours at the gym constantly and, again, eating boiled chicken every two hours is their diet. Mm. Like, that's kind of what they look like, you know? Like, Cabin in the... If you ever see the movie Cabin in the Woods... Yeah. That's Chris Hemsworth before Thor... That's what he normally looks Ghostbusters. That's Chris Evans, what he nor or Chris Hem- God damn. It. It's Chris Treble. That's you right. Get- Chris Pine. Yep. Chris Pratt. That's what he looks like normally. That's his normal physique. Men in black. That's his normal physique. Snow piercer. That's what Chris Evans normally looks like. I mean, he normally dr- he dresses in oily rags, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's all the news that is fit to print. Um, so let's get, uh, what do you say we get out of here? Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, so next episode, we're going to be doing a, um, we were going to, I think we, we talked about this off mic, you and I, but we, uh, last episode, we said we're going to do a WandaVision episode. And then at the end, we said we're going to do Brian K. Vaughn vision episode, uh, Brian Vaughn. God damn it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Fuck that up. God. Fucking, it just kept going. Like, I said one thing wrong, and I was like, oh, I'll just back it up an inch, and then, like, go again, and I stumbled again. God damn it. So last episode, we said we're going to do a WandaVision at the episode at the beginning, and then at the end, we said we're going to do a Brian K. Vaughn episode, and we talked about it, and we were like, what else are we going to say about WandaVision? We saw all but one episode, and the ending was fine. Do you want to like do like a five to ten minute like just talk about the last episode and be like, yeah, it was whatever. No. Okay, great. I feel like you mean now or at the next episode, like right now. We can do it right now. Let's do it right now. Let's do it real quick right now. Um, I like, uh, you know, there was a lot of like throwing magic in the air. And so that was that got a little boring after a while. You were right about Grey Vision making it out of there alive. I didn't think it was going to happen. I fucking was. You're damn right. But I was right about because I said I think they're going to make it go back to like as close as possible to what it was before the show started, which I was pretty right on. They killed the kids. They killed Vision. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
I was. Yeah, I do remember watching that. And I was it, it took me a day. I like watched the end. And then I was like, oh, OK, that was the end of WandaVision. And then like the next day, I'm like walking down the street and I was like, wait a second. I was fucking right about that. I called it. I'm a genius. And also that Paul Bettany's the actor yes, that he that Paul always Bettany wanted is to work with. the actor that he always wanted to work with. And people are like really mad at him for this. And I'm like, get over it. Like, what did you fucking think was going to happen? Look, I'm I'm more upset at the, uh, and I pretty much knew this was going to happen. I'm more upset at the like Evan Peters is just a guy named Boner. That really pissed me off. That was like, God damn it. That was, it felt like, okay, the boner thing was like a step too far to me. Yes. Because it's one thing to bring in Evan Peters as like a, a red herring and then make him absolutely no one. And I was like, all right, that's fine. Okay, you got me. And then they called it boner. And I was like, now you're like just punching me in the face. <laughs> like You're just like, ah, oh, I got you, stupid. Yeah. Like just... What the hell? Like, that was just, it was, you know. Yeah. I thought on the whole it was, like, a decent story. I think the it show a, is, yeah. I, I'd be interested to watch it again now that I know what the story is right. to see, like, how much I actually enjoy it. But right. I think it was fine. Yeah, I wasn't, it was one of those things where people were like, wow, it really tanked at the end. It was so underwhelming. And I was like, I don't know exactly what you expected of yeah. this i actually liked the ship you know, of theseus stuff i, I love cool. that scene i, I knew that you would too brilliant. i talked to melinda about it because i remember when i when we first watched dr strange i was like i don't know how i feel about this it's okay and right. i remember you were like it's so refreshing to see a superhero beat someone without punching them yes and this was that and i was like they're having an intelligent conversation and they and then he's like okay you win. And he fucks off. And I was like, that was great. That was fantastic. Yeah, I liked that. Um, yeah. I was like, you know, again, the magic throne got slightly excessive. I think partially because the CG wasn't great. Mm. It turned a little into like TV CGI, but you know, Oh wait, hold on a second. Wait, do you want to say hi? No. Oh, come on. No. The fans demand it, Sarah. They want to say hi. They want you to say hi. They only tune in for the brief moments on the show that you appear. She's naked, by the way. <laughs> they really need to get on this Patreon thing then. That's a benefit that's a benefit that I did not expect to be on Patreon. Yeah. For every ten dollars you give, I will buy my wife one piece of clothing. <laughs> I mean literally, I'm starting with socks. So donate and baby the wardrobe. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but she just said, so donate because baby needs a wardrobe. <laughs> is is Sarah baby or does she mean that literally? No, I think she's baby in this instance. OK. Um, yeah, I think. Listen, here's the thing is that I think, first of all, the real problem with fandom is that this is our own fault. And, you know, it go it, the, the uh, underwhelming feeling of the finale as well as the being mad at Paul Bettany or whatever, or the uh, even the Evan Speeder thing. I'm like, this is on us. You want to get mad at the creators because it was a, a red herring or Paul Bettany misled you or you feel like the finale was underwhelming. It's not. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Paul Bettany just made a joke. Evan Peters wasn't anybody, and that's fine. We build up our expectations, and then when they are not met in the exact way that we want... We get pissed off. That is on us. You cannot be. I don't fault this finale one iota. You know, there were some times when it was a little flat to me. But as far as like, did I like where the plot ended? Yes. It is the logical conclusion to how this whole show should have ended. That went on slightly longer than I wanted to talk about this episode. But please, I want to I want to hear your thoughts. No, that's basically it. I agree. Like, I, I think. um like I said, I'd, I'd be interested in watching it again now that I know what the ending is. And there's no like, right. There isn't a week of speculation and hypothesizing in between every episode. Right. I think it's right. probably good. It does the thing where like it it maybe hammered it a little too hard because I knew it was going to come into play. But the, they do the thing where like, oh, here's this thing that the villain is using that seemingly you're never going to see again. And then it's the thing that saves the day at the end. 
like the runes or whatever. It it caught me enough off guard that I wasn't like, and now she uses the runes. When she did it, I was like, oh, right, the runes. Me too. Because she said it, she set it up really well. I knew yeah. that the runes were going to come into play, though, because it, it like, like focused on her when she said it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They really set it up so that you didn't miss that part. And, uh. Yeah, I thought it was mo- I thought it was good. I liked it. I think they really did a great job with the first few episodes. Like I was telling Melinda, it's so hard to learn a new style of acting, and they went through like four different ones. Did you watch the the making of? No, not yet. Oh, watch it. It's really fascinating. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I've seen pictures of Paul Bettany in it, and he looks like a fucking nightmare. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Although I was fascinated by the, I didn't, I don't think I knew that how much of his head is CGI'd. Yeah, the ears. The ears. I was like, I for sure, just because the way, like, they get the lighting on it every time he turns his head and everything. I was like, yeah, it's spot they do a on. great job with it. Yeah. But yeah, I I did find, and I felt, I mean, there's some interesting. He's blue because of um, the black and white is why he's blue. They had to, they put blue makeup on him. And this is a spoiler for the the making of, but in the black and white episodes, he's not wearing red makeup when he's vision. He's wearing blue makeup. Well, I do know that. Because um, it pictures better. Yeah, there's stuff like, um, like uh, Herman Munster. I think I remember hearing that uh, he wasn't green. Yes. And like Lurch in the Adams family wasn't green. They were pink. Yes, because it, the way it photographs in the, in the black and white film. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it's a fascinating, I mean, check that out. It's really kind of cool. Yeah, to right. see how It's on do. my list. I want to see yeah. it. So, yeah, so that's it. I think, you know, I kind of going back to what we said, I'll say this as the last thing, because we talked about vision, the white, the gray vision is now out there and could he come back? And I'm, I said, I think the structure of this now seeing all the episodes, it works as a perfect kind of bookcase that you can reintroduce this character. He has enough of the memories of everything just without the motion that you go sword you and you can explain sword really easily sword isn't i disagree uh, uh, that's fine but i think so like okay sword is a different version it's an extension of shield right or you can introduce short sword as a character in a another movie and then to explain vision they're like sword built a vision and everyone goes all right i get that he's a robot sword built a vision you don't need like to explain all 10 episodes of this for them to get uh, to understand who this new vision is, but whatever. Yeah, that's my last. That's my last thought. Great. Let's get the fuck out of here. I thought. It was, yeah, let's do it. No, wait. Hey, Andrew, what were you going to say about what? Oh, I thought you. I thought you had said. Um, I was going to say yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, but hey, Andrew. What? Yeah. Hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. Yes. Uh, okay. Hey, hey. Uh, well, yeah. where can they find what? us? Oh, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts. You can listen to us on SoundCloud.com. Is that confirmed? Yes. Excellent. Yes. Continue. And uh, you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, as well as like a ton of new places. I went all over the place. I think we're on iHeartRadio. If not, then we will be soon. Ooh. They do podcasts now. Uh, okay. Yeah, we, I put us on like 10 new places and overnight we got like 500 extra listens than we normally do. Right. So that's nice. <laughs> so listen for us soon on the Grand Old Opry. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, on, uh, on, I was going to try to think of a WXKZ only here on, on the, the TMLB. WKPN Cincinnati. Do, do, do. You can find us on Twitter at Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. We're on YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where we put up videos once in a blue moon. And you can also visit our Patreon, which is Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. And if you do that, you get this uh, great video platform. Uh, basically, we film every episode, and you get to watch the video. And... Uh, Sometimes Chris's wife comes on naked, evidently, and you get to see that. No, she won't. Trust me, because if I don't get to see it, you don't get to <laughs> see it. That's right. Uh, tell you what, I'll be naked in one of the episodes to to counter that. You will be naked in all of the episodes, sir. Okay, like a sorry. professional. I'll do my best. So yeah, that's that's a special thing. So like, if there are any jokes you don't get, I mean, if it's not just because you're an idiot, it's probably because they're they're <laughs> visual jokes. 
that we do. <laughs> um, and uh, like the last episode had so many weird, dumb jokes about the stupid Captain America paperweight that Chris has. And uh, you take that back. It is not stupid. All right, that brilliant Captain America paperweight that Chris has. And none of the jokes Thank made you. any sense unless you're a patron and you were watching the videos. Um, so, yeah, that's a fun thing. And they're also extended. I edit them less. So, like, it's, I'm the Zack Snyder of podcast, <laughs> motherfucker. This is marketing. <laughs> it's the it's the the treble cut. You get the treble cut of uh, of the podcast, which is a much longer version. And it's our beautiful faces. So make sure to check that out again. It's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If uh, anyone is listening from any of those places, we just added our show to welcome. We're happy to have you. Thank hey, you for listening this far. Don't turn it off. We're not done yet. Stay. We have so much. We have so much to talk about. And you can also send us an email. If you have any questions or concerns, or if you're my probation officer at the media lunch break at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and a reviewing on iTunes. On it really helps. SoundCloud. It helps. So give us a comment or a thumbs up or a subscription on uh, YouTube. Hit the subscribe yes. button and the bell icon. Yeah. Special shout out to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Thank you, Julie, for being our OG patron. A very good friend of the show and of me and of you. Not you, Chris, the listener. Yeah, no, the listener is not me. Have you met Julie? I think she hates me. Have you ever met her? No. Because she's come to New York a couple times. And she hasn't asked to see me? No. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's fucked up. Special announcement. We just passed 4,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, thank you to everyone listening. If you listen at all or if you don't know that this is a podcast and you just like my my quippy jokes on Twitter. Uh, thanks. And what can I assume? Only assume is a lot of cat pictures. Mostly, yes. And... Uh, uh, dick pics, mostly. Who can tell the difference, though? That's the show. Listen to us next week. We're going to do a spotlight on Brian K. Vaughn, who's this amazing writer. He wrote for Lost. Yes. He wrote uh, this great book called Saga. They're making a movie, I think, or maybe a show out of Why the Last Man. And I think of Paper Girls as well, which is another one of his. Yep, yep, yep. And we'll be talking about all the, all those. Yeah, I think Ex Machina was his as well. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So we'll be talking about all some right. of that stuff. Okay. So uh, don't go anywhere. Just sit exactly where Just you are. Just sit exactly where you are for, for another the next week. seven days. Yeah. yeah. And we'll come back around, maybe. Yeah. It's a lot like maybe. waiting for Godot. But listen, if we, don't, if, we, if we don't release the episode within seven days, sit there more. Sit there longer. And eventually... You'll die. Uh, we will. Oh. Or, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But you know what? Before you die, subscribe. Because then after you die, you'll just keep getting all the episodes. All right. That's it. I'm done. We're out of here. Yay. Is that good enough? And if I had a dollar for every time I said that. How much money would you have? Oh, am I supposed to say a real number? Yeah. Why not? Listen, call your accountant if you need to. What is pie again? Delicious. <laughs> <laughs>